and A to Z of the Holy Land, from Arab to Zion, with Ed Kessler, founder director of the Wolf Institute. Episode 8, H for humor. For many years, three friends meet each day in Jerusalem for coffee. Over time, they become more and more pessimistic, commenting on an increase in conflict, poor economic performance and a reduction in the number of tourists. One day, one of them announces that he has converted. What? The other two exclaim. Yes, he says, I've converted from being a pessimist to an optimist. A few minutes later, one of the pessimists turns to the newly converted optimist and says to him, if you have become an optimist, why do you still look so worried? Ah, his friend replies, do you think it's easy being an optimist? Humor in the Holy Land is a way of soothing and reducing the pressure of daily life, particularly useful in a region full of tension and conflict. The territorial distance between Jordanians, Palestinians and Israelis tends to be smaller than the emotional gap between the peoples. They do not trust each other and jokes serve as a means of safe interaction, enabling listeners to relax, if only for a moment. A few years ago, a Palestinian and Israeli comedian founded the Israeli-Palestinian Comedy Tour under the slogan, If we can laugh together, we can live together. Ray Hananinia, an American-Palestinian, explains how he switched from being a Chicago reporter to a stand-up comedian. These guys stole our land and our homes, he says. So I read a couple of books on Jewish humor and I stole their jokes. Humor has an edge in the Holy Land and helps people confront their fears. Whilst they fight over land and religion, laughter is about survival. One of the tall comedians, Yisrael Campbell, says, downtrodden ethnic groups have a history of humor and it seems to come out of that tragic experience. Certainly the Palestinians have lots to talk about in that respect, as do the Jews. Another adds, well, Jews have self-deprecating humor and Arab-deprecating humor. Beardsite University anthropologist Sharif Kananya has collected thousands of Palestinian jokes. For example, he tells the story about various heads of state who meet with God and make requests for their people to each, God says, not in your lifetime. Then, former Palestinian leader Yasser Arafat asks for his people's freedom. God replies, not in my lifetime. Not for the first time does Palestinian correspond with Jewish humor. Putting oneself down before their enemies have a chance to do the same. In Jerusalem, a journalist heard about an old rabbi who prayed at the Western Wall twice a day, every day, for over five decades. She goes there and watches the old man at prayer. When he leaves, she approaches him and asks, how long have you been coming to the Wailing Wall and praying? For about 50 years, he informs her. That's amazing. What do you pray for? I pray for peace between Jews and Arabs. I pray for all the hatred to stop. And I pray for all of our children to grow up in safety and friendship. And how do you feel after doing this for 50 years? Like I'm talking to a wall. As well as raising a laugh, humor can also shock when it breaks the social norm. Consider this. A bus blows up in Jerusalem. The next day, word is out on the streets. Buy a bus pass. Get a bonus. A free ticket to heaven. Don't know whether to laugh or express anger. Is the joke iconoclastic, insensitive? 
that's Holy Land's humour, strong and political in nature, and when heard from outside the region, a cause of misunderstanding and, yes, even offence. To the politically minded, humour is a weapon of resistance. Famously, George Orwell wrote that every joke is a small revolution. Middle Eastern websites have become saturated with political jokes, cartoons and satirical material. Iranian satirists offer a good example of humour being used to criticise authority. Amullah became so fat that his doctor urged him to lose weight. The doctor was amazed to find that the Mullah had managed to lose 10 kilos in two days. He'd shaved off his beard. Even ISIS is the butt of humour. Take this example from Lebanon. ISIS militants, it was reported, postponed an invasion because of the country's complex political system. We do not yet understand the logic of Lebanon, an ISIS spokesman is quoted as saying. I mean, who do we overthrow here? Palestinian satire TV show Watan Alawata also mocked ISIS. They harm the whole region, it was reported, except Israel. In Israel, humour is also used to criticise the political leadership, and Benjamin Netanyahu is the brunt of many jokes. A lifeguard orders Bibi Netanyahu to get out of the pool. Why are you ordering me to get out, Netanyahu asks. Because you're peeing in the pool, says the lifeguard. Why pick on me? Everyone is peeing in the pool, says Netanyahu. Yes, says the lifeguard, but not from the diving board. In humour, there are no sacred cows, and political correctness is not a consideration. In recognition that at the root of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict is a clash between two peoples laying claim to the same land, I end H with my favourite Holy Land joke, which takes something depressing and makes it funny without losing the element of tragedy. There were two brothers. Each owned half a field, but each wanted the half he did not have, and neither would give up his half. They called in an old man known for his wisdom. He lay down with his ear to the ground under a tree in the field and appeared to fall asleep. After a while, the brothers grew impatient, complaining that they had been wasting their time. But he told them that they had been listening to the land. It had told him that neither of them owned the ground. It owned them. And one day, he said, they would be inside it. Swift's returning to nest near the western wall 